All right, two things are true. Indiana, as long as they ride this winning streak, we ring the bells, and again, I'm not shaving. As long as Indiana keeps winning. Hopefully that continues through Wednesday night when Indiana travels to Northwestern to kick the living hell out of the second-place Wildcats of Northwestern, coached by the great Chris Collins. Uh, Shane Steichen will be on the Colts' private jet within the hour. They're going to haul him back to Indianapolis, try to get the deal done, try to get the ink dried, and then they are going to announce him as... Hopefully he signs the deal. He's going to be announced as the next head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, and that is a really good thing for the Colts. Is this a source of great hope for the franchise that at some point soon they will get back to the playoffs and maybe another Super Bowl? We'll talk about that. We're also going to talk about Trace Jackson Davis and Jalen hood Shafino. Ding and ding. Co-Big Ten Player of the Week, Big Ten Freshman of the Week. There's quite a run for Trace Jackson Davis. That's his fourth award in as many weeks. Fourth in a row. That's pretty badass. Indiana's women, they take on Ohio State tonight in Columbus. That game's 7 o'clock on BTN. We'll talk about it. Pacers made a roster move. I like it because I'm nostalgic for this kind of thing. And I don't want somebody's dream to end before it has to end. So it's not for James Johnson. Nice thing for the, uh, the Indiana Pacers, because why? You know, and what do the Colts need to do now? What they need to do is much more important than what they're trying to get done today. The head coach is one thing. They need other moves in order to get back to the playoffs. This is one move of many. Scott Gilly, thank you very much. When do I think Matt Ryan will get the X? Sometime before St. Patrick's Day, because that's when the other uh, 18 million in his contract kicks in and becomes guaranteed, and the Colts ain't paying him to walk away like they did Andrew Luck. They're not. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now for Monday, February 13th, 2023. We're getting confused about the date because the weather is this damn nice. Are you kidding me? It's going to be sunny and 68 degrees in central Indiana on Wednesday. That's awesome. What did we do to deserve this? <gasps> Don't say things like that because you know what that means. That means that next week, all of a sudden, it's going to be 20 and snowy and we're going to get buried under an avalanche of snow. I don't want to do that. Let's, let's knock wood immediately and not anger the weather gods because we know that the weather gods are vengeful and they will uh, exert whatever wrath they can against us who, um, you know, dare uh, tempt that fate. All right. Uh, the Colts, uh, their private plane is on the ground in Phoenix, and Shane Steichen is going to get on that plane. I wonder if Chris Ballard's in the plane, or whether they're going to make him just ride on the plane all the, by himself or with his family all the way from Phoenix to Indy, or whether they're going to try to close the deal before they get back to Indianapolis. I wonder if Jim Irsay is on the plane and whether that's going to cause complications in the continued negotiations to get Shane Steichen here as the head coach for the Indianapolis Colts. I think, you know what, I, hey, I'm only going by what was reported about uh, Josh McDaniels, but evidently Jim Irsay is not quite the closer that he may fancy himself to be. Steichen, we hope, becomes the head coach of the Colts, but they've got other things to do. Shane Steichen, 37-year-old offensive coordinator for the Eagles, a, a thought to be a somewhat brilliant 
offensive mind, young, energetic, aggressive. I like all of that. Ding, ding, ding. Right? Good. And ding, ding, ding. Sure. But who the head coach is, is far less important than who the quarterback is. You got to go out and get a good quarterback, and you need a quarterback in his rookie contract. Rookie contract quarterbacks. Lots of those guys do a lot of really, really good work for their franchises because it allows other cap room to be spent on other guys. For instance, Matt Ryan would have cost $35 million against the cap this coming year. The cap, what, $225, $226 million, something like that. Well, that's a significant chunk of that. That's about 13% of your cap. If you got a guy on his rookie deal, you can use the extra cap money to go plug holes elsewhere. And that's what the Colts need to do. So getting that rookie contract without signing, trading for, or signing somebody like Derek Carr, for the love of God. And Derek Carr is not going to uh, waive his no trade clause anyway, so he's going to become a free agent. The Raiders have to cut him uh, on or before February 15th. That's a drop-dead date. They're going to cut him. And, and then, otherwise, $40 million guarantees. That, you know what, that if, if the worst thing that can happen to you is somebody exercising a $40 million option, basically, by keeping you rostered uh, in order for you to play on their football team, if that's losing, that is a pretty good life. Good for Derek Carr for being talented enough to kind of uh, uh, put into play that kind of cause, you know? Eh. He, he's got to go home and say, you know what, I don't know, honey. One way or another, we're getting a whole bunch of money. Either I'm going to be a free agent and I'm going to go to the highest bidder, which is going to be substantial, or the Raiders are going to pay me 40 really large. How about that? That's providing for your family. That's what that's called. The Colts, like I said, they need to get a quarterback. They need to get the right quarterback, unless in this draft there are a couple of right quarterbacks. And there may be Bryce Young. And C.J. Stroud may be the right guys. I don't believe that Will Levis is. Is Anthony Richardson? Maybe he is. Is Hedden Hooker? Maybe he is. There are guys in this draft that may prove to be worthy of a starting position for a team. But the Colts, between now and like the next 10 weeks, they got to figure out who their quarterback of the future is going to be. And it's not going to be a quarterback of the past, as has been the case for the last three. You're going to go out, you're going to get a young quarterback, you're going to hand him the keys and say thank you very much. Maybe you go out and you sign a guy like Jacoby Brissett to come in as a veteran backup and help the new guy kind of learn the ropes a little bit. Maybe you're comfortable doing that. Maybe you want a different backup quarterback to be able to do it. And Jacoby Brissett is a guy who could come in and be kind of a stopgap starter for a little bit in the same way that Alex Smith was for the Chiefs as Patrick Mahomes kind of got his feet wet in the NFL. That I, I don't mind, but you cannot spend a whole lot of money on a frontline starter like a Derek Carr and then also use the fourth overall draft pick or trade up to go get a rookie guy. You just can't do that. You, you can't do both. You can't split the baby or instead of splitting the baby, putting more babies together. You, you can't do that. Colts, they got to make a decision. It's time to crap or get off the pot. And I think 
Chris Ballard is aware of that, and he's going to go about his business a little bit differently this offseason. And that means that they also need, and maybe this is job one, you go get a wide receiver that's an elite guy. And how do you do that? You, you scratch your head like Stan Laurel, and you say, wow, there's nobody elite as a free agent that we can go get. Of course there isn't, because elite-level free agents are never allowed to walk. They're traded. They aren't allowed to walk. Tyreek Hill of the Chiefs traded for a lot of draft equity to the Dolphins last offseason. A.J. Brown, same thing. Traded and, and then signed to a big extension. How'd that pay off? That paid off big time for the Eagles. But there are enough people who are going to look at the Chiefs and say, hmm, the Chiefs beat the Eagles, and they traded Tyreek Hill. So maybe if we trade our bell cow wide receiver to somebody like the Colts, maybe we can go to the Super Bowl just like the Chiefs did. Hey! And they get all excited and they make the deal. That's what we hope for. We want that deal. We want somebody to trade the Colts, that elite level wide receiver that the Colts can then go out and sign to an extension because they've got the cap room to do it. So go get that done, Chris Ballard. Then you've got to maybe plug a hole in the offensive line or assess the reason, which they are in the process of doing, the reason that the offensive line became leaky. And off you go. You've also got to hope that Shaquille Leonard comes back at 100%. He has got to be the player that he was in 2018 through 2021, not the player he was in 2022. Got to be really good. That's what's got to happen. Then you've got to, uh, you got to hope that Jonathan Taylor somehow or another gets that high ankle sprain right. And in 2023, he is much more like he was in 2021 than he was in 2022. 1,500 yard per season, Jonathan Taylor. That's how you win a championship. The offensive line, got to be better. They have to lift one another, and that defensive line has got to put pressure on the quarterback. The number one and two teams in the NFL in terms of sacks were the two teams that played in the Super Bowl yesterday. Dummy, of course, pressure on the quarterback yields wins. You put pressure on the quarterback to win games. You keep pressure off your quarterback to win games. If you can keep your guy from getting knocked on his ass while... You knock their guy on his ass. You win games, and you go deep in the playoffs. That is how it is done. Let's talk about Indiana basketball. Trace Jackson Davis, the co-Big Ten Player of the Week with uh, Boo Booey. Um, Trace Jackson Davis has been either the Player of the Week or the co-Player of the Week for the last four weeks in the Big Ten. This past time around, 24 points per game, just awesome. 14 and a half rebounds, uh, four and a half assists in an average of 39 and a half minutes. That means he played 40 and 39. I'm no math genius, but I can tell you that. Jalen Hood, and by the way, that's his seventh overall Player of the Week award. Jalen Hood Shafino, the freshman of the week for the third time this season, he averaged 14 points, three and a half rebounds, four assists. The Hoosiers, with wins against Rutgers and Michigan, Wednesday night, they go up 
against Northwestern. Win that game, and you're in real good shape when it comes to the NCAA tournament. And as far as putting yourself into play to win the Big Ten regular season championship, you get a little bit closer if you beat Northwestern. That would be a really, really good thing for the Hoosiers. And the Hoosiers get an extra day to prepare because they played Saturday and uh, Northwestern beat Purdue yesterday. And Northwestern, well, Indiana had to go to the, the, the limit 40 minutes. So did Northwestern last night in, uh, or yesterday in beating the Boilermakers. Um, what do you do when Z Xavier Johnson is ready to come back? Jalen hood Shafino obviously playing at an almost heroic level as a freshman. I don't rock the boat. I do exactly what you've been doing. Maybe I have Xavier Johnson come in and sort of spell Trey Galloway as Tamar Bates does right now. Maybe I do that, and this costs Tamar Bates a few minutes. That doesn't bother me. But displacing either uh, Jalen Hutchfino or Trey Galloway, I think, would be stupid, to be honest. You don't mess with success. You've won eight of nine. What do you, you're not going to put Xavier Johnson back in the starting lineup. That makes no sense at all, especially early when he's still trying to get back his wind and his, his conditioning and all of that. Foot injury, you know, the one thing uh, where, like Tyrese Halliburton coming back for the Pacers, his legs were fine because what they were nursing was the elbow. And so he had his conditioning. Xavier Johnson, he's trying to build back after a foot fracture that was surgically repaired. That's a little bit more arduous a process as far as getting back your kind of game wind and your game legs. Uh, IU women tonight, 7 o'clock on BTN. They take on 13th-ranked Ohio State. And, uh, you know, there was a controversy in the Super Bowl about defensive holding against an Eagles player that was kind of like, hey. But the Eagles player said he did it. People were claiming that perhaps you know, the NFL had, had said, hey, if, if, you know, it's a close game, you, you can exert some control over the game. Let's have the Chiefs win. That's not the way it works. And uh, last night, the Eagles defensive back said that it was a good call. I take him at his word. Uh, yeah, and, you know, some people say, look, you can't have a Super Bowl that's, that's adjudicated in that way. You can't have, like, uh, a, a call like that, third and eight. So defensive holding gave the, gave the Chiefs an automatic first down so they could run the clock all the way out. The officials aren't thinking like that. The officials are thinking, okay, I see a foul, I call a foul, and that's the way I want it. It shouldn't be late in the game, you swallow your whistle. It should be a foul is a foul is a foul. You can't call the first 58 minutes one way and the last two minutes a completely different way. Maybe that's human nature. I hope they fight against that human nature and call fouls as they occur. Easy beasy. Shane Steichen, I would, have, I would expect the Colts to make an announcement tomorrow and that there will be an announcement tomorrow, maybe a press conference featuring Steichen and Ursay and Ballard. That could uh, very well happen. I would be surprised if it did not. But you know what? Knock wood. Crazy things have happened, so we'll keep you abreast of all that transpires on West 56th Street. 
Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent, bright and early, because from 7 to 9, WGCL in Bloomington has the most fabulous new show. Oh, by the way, so you go to WGCLradio.com, click press to listen, or click to listen, bam. There I am from 7 to 9, right after breakfast with Kent, and the uh, autographed football has been shipped. It should be here tomorrow or Wednesday. We will crack it open on Friday together on Inside Indiana Sports Now, and a subscriber is going to win it. So if you haven't subscribed yet, do so right now. Hit that subscribe button and become eligible to win the football autograph by a Pro Football Hall of Famer to be named. We have no idea who it is. It's a mystery box from the great people at Pristine Auction. I can't wait to open that thing up. It's like Christmas, even though it's Christmas for you because one of you is going to win it. Oh, by the way, the uh, people have been asking who won the BUSR uh, free $1,000 bet. I will tell you who did. Uh, there it is. It was Kai Edwards. Kai Edwards, a longtime viewer. And uh, he was contacted Friday. And he received his free bet in time for the Super Bowl. How about that? Congratulations to Kai Edwards. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Breakfast with Kent, bright and early, like I said. Ask Crack of Dawn, baby. That's when we start working.